Hey, 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 humans. Welcome to episode 009 of Souls Undressed. I'm your host, Tori Rankovich, and today's episode is diving into self-doubt and how we can work to beat it instead of letting it own us and kind of crap on all of our plans and ideas that we might have. So when I say self-doubt, I mean the thoughts in your head, the voices in your mind, the um, inhibition or um, the act of withholding yourself from ideas, dreams, things that you feel called to or that you feel interested in, um, but that you deprive yourself from pursuing, chasing, um, following through on because of your own fears of failure or not being good enough, or um, disappointing yourself or someone else, right? Um, So self-doubt can look super, super different from person to person, from life to life. Um, I'm excited to kind of talk about it as a whole and talk on the ways that my experience has taught me to work through self-doubt and beat it out so that I can be in control of my actions and not my fears. But I also am super excited to talk on it because I think that there are so many things that we as individuals uh, feel called to do or pulled to do because we have a special gift that the other people around us don't have access to, whether it be the way we make people feel or our work ethic or the genius ideas that we have, right? Like we all have a skill set and we all have something to offer to the world and to our people, but... um, I fear that a lot of us go through life um, kind of sitting in the back seat instead of following our ideas or our dreams because it feels safer and more secure to kind of hang back and be an observer of life rather than somebody who's leading the way through. Um, So we're going to dive into questions to ask yourself when you feel self-doubt setting in. some kind of self-evaluation things that you can do uh, to kind of understand yourself better and your fears better, and then um, just some extra tips and things to remember when you do struggle with self-doubt because I am here to tell you that if you feel called and pulled to do something, there's a reason for it. It is not just because you're what are some ideas or things that come to mind when we doubt ourselves? It's not because you're a copycat. It's not because you're unoriginal. It's not because you're silly and you're the only person who thinks what you have to say is important. If you feel called or pulled to do something, it's because you have either A, a population of people around you who needs to hear your words and the way that you say them, or B, you need that in your life, whether you're missing something whether you are feeling so driven towards something, but you're just kind of missing that middle step. Um, Our own intuition is a powerful, powerful beast if we let it be. And it's usually powerful for the better because the intuition is that inner voice in us that knows our deepest desires, that knows our past experiences and the things that are going to serve us best or not serve us. Um, So I encourage you after listening to this episode, um, to try to connect with yourself a bit better. Try to understand your desires and the things that are holding you back and um, 
maybe then you'll be able to kind of conquer some of those doubts on your own and feel more successful and empowered and be able to impact more people around you. Before we dive into everything, I'm going to get started with today's quote. And this is a quote that's on my 2020 vision board, and I reference it a lot. Uh, And you're going to find out why this episode, but I use it to keep me on track with myself um, and the things that I have a desire to share because self-doubt, whether I like it or not, tries to steal the driver's seat from me uh, pretty often. So without further ado, here's our quote for today. You don't need to be wise to have an impact on the world. Just share what you're learning as you're learning it. That's more than enough. And that quote is by Sam Brown. And I chose that quote for today because in my life, in my experiences at least, when I feel doubtful of my own capabilities or my own ideas, usually that doubt is driven by a fear of not knowing enough or not being as perfectly educated on a topic as I could be. Um, I hold myself back from pursuing things most often when I feel that or I fear that I have a lesser chance of being successful at that or um, I that I have a chance of being less effective if I talk on something before I kind of feel more uh, in mastery of it. So let's just go ahead and dive right into today's episode. Don't that feel real funky, y'all? You're listening to the Souls Undressed podcast with your host, Tori Rankovich. If you're ready to bear it all, strip away the stigmas and get down to business with thought-provoking conversations and all the raw reflections to help you ride life's waves, then you found your one-stop shop, honey. It's time to dive into an episode full of endless tips and tricks for the go-getter and soulful lover. All right, all right. So let's dive into self-doubt. What is it? How can we move ourselves through it? And how can we conquer it in a way that makes us feel empowered or help the people that we love move through it in a way that helps them feel empowered? Self-doubt in my life is when I have something to say or that I know that there's an idea that I have that's going to serve someone in some powerful way, But the voice of my self-doubt is louder than the excited voice that I have inside to share that. That comes into play in my life in so many different ways. I think especially because I feel so driven to interact with the community and to serve the people who I value and who value my brand. So for me, it's really, um, it's been an interesting battle, uh, between the part of me who really wants to serve and the part of me who's like this scared little girl. Um, But I think that when we consider uh, the doubt and our excitement as those two different voices, um, this louder voice saying that I can't do it 
and this inner voice saying, I want to do it, or I can do it, or I need to do it. Uh, Things that I encourage you to ask yourself as soon as you hear that self-doubt creeping in, whether you just had the idea to start a podcast like myself, or you can feel it in your heart that you really are feeling pulled to leave a job that's not serving you anymore because you've found another passion that can serve you, whether it's to reach out to the person that you like or uh, to end something that is no longer serving you. The doubt creeps in in a variety of different areas of our lives, but the true challenge is learning to hear which of the voice is that voice of doubt and which voice is that voice of reason, that voice of excitement that kind of lives within you already. So first question, whose voice is the doubt rolling in as? I ask you this because someone asked me this once and it was like groundbreaking for me. Um, When you think about the voice in your head that's like, no, you can't do that. No, you're not good enough. No, heck no, you can't start a podcast. Who the heck's going to listen to you? You live in a town of 6,000 people. What do you have to talk about? Um, I want you to ask yourself, whose voice does that sound like? And that's for you to figure out and decipher for yourself. I'm not going to dive into any of who I think it might be here. Um, But I've learned that that voice sounds different from area to area of my life or category to category. So uh, when it came time to feeling like I should leave my job of teaching, my self-doubt sounded a lot like my dad's voice. Um, The fear of what are you going to do next? Um, The apprehension of leaving something that's sure for something that's not sure. Uh, But my self-doubt when it came time to launch my podcast really just sounded like my own voice mixed with maybe the voice of people who I fear would um, not enjoy what I'm putting out or who would talk down on the ideas that I have or the things that I'm taking the time to put my heart into to put out to you. The main purpose of asking yourself whose voice this sounds like is so that you can identify where the doubt is coming from. Doubts and fears aren't a bad thing if we choose to acknowledge them and learn from them and sit with them. They are a bad thing when we allow them to run our lives. And that's because if something is causing fear in your life and you're making a fear-based choice, you're not making a choice that's going to serve you best. You're making a choice that's rooted out of a past experience or a past decision that's no longer even potentially with you at this current point, but it's still deeply rooted enough in your fears that it's creating this opinion or this choice for you that's not really true to who you are in this current time. You cannot live your life for someone else ever. Not your parents, not your loved one, not your boyfriend, not your best friend, not your teacher, no one. You have to live your life for you. And I say that because obviously, yes, we can do things to try to impress people or to try to make people proud. But at the end of the day, if that person doesn't have the headspace to show you the pride that you were hoping for, you're going to feel like you wasted your time and energy. When really, if you had approached this situation for yourself, 
you're the only person that you have to focus on making proud, right? So if you can consider your mission or what you're feeling drawn to or what's speaking to your heart, think about after you've completed that, will you feel proud? Will you feel good for tackling something that you wanted? I think if we can ask ourselves whose voice that sounds like, we can consider whether or not that person of that voice or that population who's represent that voice is representing, if they're really the purpose of why we're doing what we're doing anyway. I'm going to kind of relate this to something in business in hopes to kind of make that make more sense. Um, in business and entrepreneurship, you have what you call an ideal client. And your ideal client is essentially just who you're speaking to who your product is made for, who your service is made for. Your ideal client is important as far as business goes because if you try to serve every type of potential client that there is, you will make yourself crazy. And chances are you're not going to connect with your ideal client because you're putting too much separate separate energy into all these different boats. And not all of these boats are even going to invest in what you're giving and what you're providing. Think about your ideal client when it comes to your ideas and your desires and the passions that you feel pulled toward. If your voice in your head sounds like your dad's or your mom's and it's telling you that you can't do this or that you need this sort of insurance or assurance before you can make this move, I want you to consider, A, realize that they're looking out for what they think is your best interest, but B, I want you to consider if your mom and dad are your ideal client. Because if they're not, chances are your product or service is not going to make sense to them. Your passion isn't going to be something that's up their alley because they're not your ideal client. When it came time to build this podcast, and I know I'm jumping ahead in my notes a little bit, but when it came time to build this podcast, do you think that my dad thought it was a cool idea? He was like, who are you talking to? What are you going to talk about? It wasn't that he thought it was a terrible idea or that he didn't support me. It was just that it didn't really make any sense to him. He, The only podcast my dad listens to is live Cubs broadcasting so he can listen to the broadcasters talk about the game. So I needed to take a step back. Instead of being offended or bothered or disheartened by the fact that my dad didn't think that there was anything super magical about the fact that I wanted to start a podcast, I needed to recognize that the reason I felt drawn to start a podcast was because of the community I was building on social media and online already. It was clear to me through my own struggles and through the stories I was listening to from people like you that there was a need, there is a need to have conversations that we aren't talking about, to start dialogue on topics that are so often shoved to the side. So yes, sure, to my dad who's pushing 60, Souls Undressed podcast wasn't this crazy relevant topic for him. But for those of you that connect and that are waiting for this podcast every week, I think you would agree that this podcast has relevance and that it does have importance and that the topics that are coming up here are very relevant and very important for us to grow from. I'm going to share you in on a little secret. I got a message last week after last week's episode from somebody telling me that my podcast episode had led them to finding a therapist. I have goosebumps all over my body telling you that. Uh, I was not expecting that to happen. But my point in telling you that is my heart and soul and mind could feel that there was a need for this podcast, that there was a purpose that this platform and that these topics could serve. 
if I had listened to the doubt in my mind that said, who the hell do you think you are starting a podcast? Who the heck is going to want to listen to you talk? Then those people who have been impacted by this podcast would have never been able to benefit from it. So I'm telling you, consider whose voice the self-doubt sounds like. Because it's going to help you decipher where the fear and the doubt is coming from in your brain. And just like in the grief episode that I was talking about previously, we can't tackle something until we face it head on. And we have to be able to acknowledge our fears and the inhibitions that are holding us back in order to be able to conquer something new or chase something and pursue it with the fullest extent of our heart space. I also want you to think about, and I got into this when I was talking about why I finally started the podcast, but I want you to ask yourself too, can what you have to say or what you have to offer improve or change someone's life? I mean it. I want you to ask yourself that because so often our fears and our doubts hold us back. But I think that if we stopped for just a few minutes and considered, can what I have to say change someone's life? Can my conversations about grief, about body positivity, about racial injustice, about depression, can those topics positively influence someone's mind to better love themselves, care for themselves, care for the people in their lives who they wish they could help but can't because they don't know how or don't have an understanding, hell yes, that can change their lives. And I bet that if there are passions that you are feeling called to in your heart, that there are people whose lives can be changed by what you have to offer too. And if something like that can't come, you can't get that to come to mind, you can't think of that, sit with your passion a little bit longer and think about your why. Why is it that you feel pulled to do what you want to do or what you want to serve to people? I feel like that could be beneficial to you. I also want you to remember, and this goes right back to the podcast example, your message, your service, your product, your ideas are not meant ever to serve everyone. When I talk about your ideal client or the person who can most benefit from what you have to offer. They are not everyone. We aren't Walmart. We don't want to be Walmart. You have a specialized skill, a unique set of characteristics and heart space that allows you to help someone or create something in a way that nobody else does it. That's not Walmart. You are not here for everyone. This podcast is not meant for everyone. There are people who would be so triggered angrily, emotionally, physically by listening to this podcast, but there are other people who are struggling silently in their own quiet corners of their bedrooms all alone with no one to reflect with, no one to hear talking about the topics that are relevant for them. That's who this podcast is for. Those are the people who my voice is meant to find. But if I am set on everyone needing to benefit from what I have to offer, I am never going to connect with my clients. I'm never going to connect with my audience. I'm never going to connect with the souls who need to hear what I have to say. Because I'm going to be so damn worried about reaching everyone that I'm not going to have any direction to reach the people who I actually could connect with. 
So regardless of what it is that your self-doubt is holding you back from, think about the fact that your choices aren't meant to serve everyone. Maybe your self-doubt is about something that you want to do for yourself. I need you to recognize that choices for yourself are for you, not for everyone else. So if you feel pulled to do something in your heart and it doesn't seem like what your mom thinks is best, your mom's not the one going. That's not to say shut her out and don't have a conversation with her about it. Usually your mom knows you better than a lot of people in life. But that means don't shut out your own opinions and your own self-awareness and what you know about your own choices and your own desires. Because if you remove yourself from the driver's seat there, you're going to stop pursuing things that fuel your heart. And that's the quickest way to get burnt out on anything. Anything. So I want to talk about the ways that self-doubt has hit me in my life. And I want to talk about these things because, A, I think that sometimes we don't realize when our own doubts are holding us back. But also, B, I think that for you to hear the things that I've done or maybe haven't done or have almost not done in my life because of my own fears, it could show you um, how different life would be if I followed those fears. Because, again, this podcast is one of those things. If I hadn't listened to my gut when the voice got so loud in my head that said to make this podcast... We wouldn't be sitting here. You wouldn't be tuning in. You wouldn't have listened to potentially nine episodes that are thought-provoking that help you think about things that are relevant and unspoke of in our lives. But I also wouldn't have connected with so many humans that I've connected with here. I am going to let you in on a secret. I considered podcasting for the first time three or four years ago. I didn't even move out of my dad's house before I could feel that I had this calling to talk out loud and allow my voice to be heard so that people could reflect with me. Self-doubt also used to affect my relationships. When you think out of fear, you think from a place of doubt. So when you've had past experiences that maybe didn't go the best or you've been hurt, you start to Think and lead with this doubtful mindset everywhere you go, whether it's going to serve you or not. And that's the most important part of that, I think, is to think about whether or not, is this doubt serving me? 99.9% of the time, that doubt is not going to be serving you. You need to be able to set fear aside and make a choice for right now. Because right now is where you are, not in the past, not in the future. So allow yourself to really benefit from brainstorming, reflecting, and empowering yourself through what you are right now instead of what you aren't or what you used to be. I would also say that self-doubt has hindered me from healing. Um, I was saying earlier that I fall victim to self-doubt whenever I feel like I can't accomplish something in full. So when things get really overwhelming for me, I catch myself almost like shutting down from trying to solve the problem because my mind is like, we're never going to survive this. I'm going to go crazy. I might as well just cry all day anyway. Like I'm crying, right? You know what I mean? Like I'm emotional, so I might as well just shut down. It becomes this huge funnel of negative self-talk and it's all stemmed from fear of not being good enough or not being successful at at what it is that we're going after. 
So when I start doubting my emotional strength, it holds me back from healing. So now we're going to move on to some tips. I'm going to include my tips in with the how can I help segment because these things can kind of be spun in from both ends. It can be pulled in on my on my front as the person who's experiencing the doubt, but then also these things are going to be beneficial for those of you who love humans who are experiencing their own self-doubt. I want you first to focus on your support system. So I think often that self-doubt sets in when we aren't feeling good enough or we aren't feeling worthy of a potential outcome or um, what needs to go into getting something done. When you have your support system available to you and you know who they are, they are the perfect people to provide you with that little push. Just a small little nudge that says, hey, you know you got this, you are good enough, you've been practicing, just get on with your bad self and get it done. I think that the biggest caveat to include here is that if you don't feel like you have a support system, I want you to find your community. Create community with yourself. Hop in the comments or on the Facebook wall of these pages and talk with us. Talk with me. Talk with other listeners. Hop in my DMs and say, hey, I really connected with this topic and I don't have anybody to talk about this with. Can we brainstorm? I'm going to say, hell yeah, let's go. Okay? You have to ask yourself, what kind of people want to see me succeed and what people don't? Because I'm not going to open up to people who don't give a crap about my success. That's literally just pulling energy out of me without any thought. I also want you to stop and think again about those questions I was asking earlier. And if you're someone who's listening and wants to help someone who you know struggles with doubt a lot, ask them, who does the voice sound like? When you really listen to the self-doubt in your head and those thoughts as they keep rolling in, whose voice is it? Some people have a really hard time nailing that down, but oftentimes you can tell exactly whose voice it is by how it sounds, whether it's the mannerisms or the tone or the aggression in the voice. You can almost always tell where your brain is kind of pulling these false thoughts about yourself. I also want you to have a circle of humans who you can brainstorm with when you have ideas that you are doubting. So I say that because... For example, when I thought about the podcast, had I not known who my circle was of creative friends who wanted to see me succeed and loved seeing me push myself, I may not have ever had the push to actually finally start the podcast. When you intentionally choose the circle of people that you want to open up to and that you want to bounce ideas off of, you are automatically setting yourself up to come out clear-minded. If you do not intentionally create that group of people or do not intentionally choose who it is that you're going to open up to, you're setting yourself up for a potential failure because you have to realize that not everyone is capable of listening and regurgitating your ideas back to you. I think the most detrimental thing we can do to ourselves when we're already having and experiencing self-doubt is to avoid bouncing those ideas off of other people for some confidence. If I'm talking about like my business team. I have a few different assistants and they help me with a variety of different topics and areas of my business. But if I have a new idea, I'm sending it to each of them. A, they all have different perspectives on the world. B, they value my business, my ideas, and me. And C, they are my ideal clients. 
They have the the personalities, the the soul, the heart that I look for in my ideal clients. So when I can bounce off ideas from them, that allows me to have confidence in the choices that I was already thinking of making, but wasn't confident enough yet to make the leap on. I really want to underline this last point a bazillion times before we sign off that you have to choose those people intentionally. Uh, And this comes in to any area of your life when you're looking to vent or gain feedback or um, kind of converse about a topic. If you don't intentionally choose the people that you're opening up to, you are honestly just like being like, yep, I don't care how I feel after this conversation. I I couldn't care less if I feel great or if I'm super pissy or if I feel like shit. I just need to talk. Chances are that's not accurate. Most times when we talk, it's because we're looking to relieve a feeling or we're looking to gain a more comfortable feeling. If you're not going to choose the people, your support system, your circle intentionally, you're going to attach negative energy to your business or to your ideas of whatever they are. I say this because I have plenty of times called the wrong people in my life. I'm like, hey, I'm really feeling this. What do you think? And they're like, why the hell would you do that? Well, for somebody who doesn't understand my creative desires, for somebody who doesn't understand the way that my business goes or things like that, they're going to be like, why? What, what does this mean? But if I have a circle of people who productively value what I'm, what I'm working on or the bigger picture of what I'm working on, they're way more likely to be bought into what I'm talking about and what I'm kind of looking for that feedback on. And they're way more likely to give me valuable thoughts in response. I hope so, so much that this episode today could encourage you and motivate you from the exact point that you are right now. I think that so often we limit ourselves and we cut ourselves off from these great opportunities and these passions that we've had since we were littles or these brilliant ideas that pop in in our mid to late 20s, mid to late 30s, mid to late 40s that we're like, it's too late, I can't do that. Because that's horseshit. It is such baloney. Don't doubt yourself in stillness and silence. Allow yourself to be empowered. Allow yourself to feel like a badass because you are. And if you can go back through this episode, listen a second time, take notes, I promise you you're going to come out feeling more in control of the doubts that rule your mind. And before you know it, you never know. You might catch yourself feeling like you are afraid of something. But then that excited voice in your mind overrides it and it's like, hell yeah, we're doing it because we can conquer this because I know that we don't have to doubt ourselves that we got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really cannot wait to hear your thoughts on the Souls Undressed podcast community Facebook page and on Souls Undressed podcast on Instagram. I have loved every bit of the last nine episodes with you guys, and I cannot wait to continue recording for you. If you have any sort of episode topics that you are dying to hear about or that you'd like to hear me talk about, please don't hesitate to send those in to me via email or via the messages on either of the social media pages. I want to be able to serve you as best as possible with this pod, and to do that, I need to know what it is that your heart is searching for and what you're really seeking out to listen to. So thank you so much for being present. I will talk so soon with all of you. I hope you have a beautiful week. I love you.